is uh, Golder. This is Roxy. And this is, by the way, with Roxy and Golder. And um, thank you so much for listening in and, and, and like, choosing to listen to the podcast. Um, the last episode actually did really well. I got really great responses. People really seemed to, you know, be interested in talking about money and stuff. So that was really great. Yeah, me too. But then the responses I got were from my boyfriend. So maybe that doesn't count. <laughs> really? Yes. Everyone else, could you please? <laughs> okay, I got people, you know, this weekend, um, I was out and about in the streets. They obtained someone yeah. who listened to the podcast and they were like, Kwayo, you're talking about money, but here you are spending money. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yes, but I think, you know, my budget allows. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I'm sure he meant it as a joke, but it was still like, okay, like, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, um, questioned every single time people see me spending money. Yeah. Like, Yo, we, I think we talked about in the last podcast that, you know what, it's not about, you should spend money on the things that give you joy. Like, be smart yeah. about it, but you should still spend your money. Like, why else are we out in the streets working and hustling? Like, I want to live a good life. But, um, exactly. la- yeah, luckily today our our episode is a little bit different. So, uh, Roxy, you want to, like, get into it a bit? Yes, today um, we want to talk about the full-time job of being physically beautiful, which is very exhausting, I think. Mm. Well, for most people, I would hope it's very exhausting. And not just that, it's a lot of pressure and I feel like the older we grow the more expectations we have and I'm just I'm very tired <laughs> of doing so many things not that I'm I'm not even doing much but I'm already really really tired so I can't imagine the people that really have to like keep up with their looks especially for a person whose job and entire existence doesn't it doesn't really matter if I wear lipstick at work or not like nobody's gonna be mm. like <gasps> come to Vogue without your lipstick. <laughs> yeah, but still there are so many expectations to look a certain way. It's tiring. And this, I mean, we, we would, we, we're not really talking about weight today. <laughs> I think if we yeah. open that kind of worms, that will be a yeah. whole other thing. But yeah. even in health life, I have lost significant, okay, not significant. I've lost some weight. And you have lost some weight too over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would think people would just leave you alone now about your looks, but no. Yeah. There is no destination to this beauty thing, you know? And yes. we definitely do need to have a conversation about weight in a different, in a different episode because yeah. it's, it's such a significant change in your life in a way that you know one that told me. And back in the day when we were talking about, you know, when we, we had episodes about how we felt like people were body shaming us and all that stuff. Yeah. And then now I'm a, I'm a size and it's considered, I don't know, I don't know if it's acceptable, but it's, it's, people don't give me comments about, oh, those comments mm. have gone away, but there a whole slew of new comments have started, you know? So I feel like this yeah. is, um, this is like, we're going to like get into some of those comments. So I don't know, what, but what do you think is like the ideal Tanzanian beauty standard? Like, what do we consider to be beautiful? in Tanzania for a oh, young yeah. woman yeah. yeah well I mean definitely light-skinned which mm-hmm. was very shocking for me growing up because mm-hmm. I have a mother who's ridiculously light mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, people would always tell me like is your father dark is that why really <laughs> I swear yes you would think that I am lightish but not in the mm-hmm. streets my friend not when you like sit me next to my mom 
and then you have to be thinnish, you know. Mm, mm. Do we call it or number sita? One of those. Yeah, definitely, it's like you need to be sli- like thick, thickish. Yes, you know, thick. Like don't be too thin, thin because yeah, yeah. Don't be too thin because then people are like, gonna cool. And then don't be too big, and then everybody's like, you need to lose weight. So you need to be this 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 khaki slender, which is like you know thin, but has like a bit a bit of meat. Like you need yeah. to have an ass, you need to have boobs, and you need to have a tiny waist. So yes, definitely a banana. Yeah, and you know, lightish. And when I'm going okay, you could have the best body in the world, but if you have tiny legs, my friend, that's a whole other thing. Yo, <laughs> and, and these are things you can't even control. You know? Yes. These are things that you're born with. Like these are like for goo. Like you can't even work out to get like a nice goo. Like, come on, goo. Yeah. See how I See how I It is what it is. Not in the Tanzanian standard, at least, because what Wanje they can work out and get like those legs, you know. About you, we say he's been to like leg day, you know those yeah. legs. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, is yeah. funny. It looks like you do exercise, but in Tanzania, potambo makoma, so it won't really, it doesn't really apply. Yeah, and I I completely agree with you that light skin seems to be the stand, like that's the ideal standard, I guess, because at Okiangalia, maybe I've I've had rants about this for a very long time. Okiangalia video zawasafi. The girls mm. in those videos are <laughs> never dark skinned. I and mean, that's what bothers me so much. The main girl in all of these videos is always okay. And you know what? Excuse me, you're myself, you're you know what? I feel like someone told them or something. Because the last two, three videos that they released, because you know, I keep up with these guys because I like their music, has had yeah. slightly dark girls. They're, they're not dark skinned, luckily they are not even rope like warabu type light skinned, which used to be oh all the videos, you know? Like, yeah, but yeah have... you know, I'm going through it. I'm like, yeah, you have to be pointish kidogo with karabu karabu to feature in yeah. the videos. Yeah, it was oh, annoying wow. for me because I used to be like, yeah man, this is not the, the regular girl. Like I get it, you need to have yeah. someone who's a bit you know, special, I guess, really, your video seems interesting. Like, in a, why does it have to be light-skinned, you know? So light-skinned is definitely it. Now, can go at Instagram. Like, when you think about the, the girls that are considered to be, like, beautiful, you know, the ones with the most followers, it's always light-skinned yeah. girls. Or if they're not light-skinned, then they have gotten lighter over the years, you know? Over, like, over, some of these yeah. girls, when they started, were just like, okay, you know, had regular skin. But on the, yeah. on the on their Instagram nowadays, I think they even edit their pictures to look lighter. Like, okay, like, yeah. yeah, honestly, okay, this is going to go into another conversation. <laughs> but like, Hater for Alex. me, here's the thing about Hamisa Mweto, and she's, I'm sure, a very sweet girl. But her photos yeah. on Instagram are so edited and so fake. And I always wonder, do people realize how edited these pictures are? Because no one looks this good in real life, but I don't know if that's, like, someone, I don't know if we need to start calling out celebrities, especially in Tanzania. When you're in, in like, other places like in america whatever there's this push of being like natural and like authentic so like people when they edit too much people like bring put it point it out like oh this is really edited mm. you know like you yeah. have these magazines where people are like oh we have not photoshopped like we are we're, you know we are showing our real selves since in tanzania yeah. we're still in the first phase of trying to show perfection <laughs> mana yes. people need, need filters on top of filters and they all make themselves look lighter and so so that's the standard you know like People always, and Mimi, I didn't know what it's, what it's like to be dark-skinned in this country because, okay, here, here we are talking as if Sisma Zungu. We are all dark-skinned, technically, because we're black. <laughs> yes. But yes. darker, like on, for ha- having a darker complexion, because I have a friend of mine who is very dark. Like, she's not very dark, but she, she's darker than me. And, you know, I'm living my life with my privilege of, like, 
I've gotten comments about stuff, but to be fair, because my skin tone is very reg, it's like average. It's like yeah. that's catty. So I, it's not doesn't inspire a lot of strong f- feelings, you know. And yeah. this friend of mine was was talking to me about how she's any she used to get teased when she was younger, anyone and it was kiwi and stuff. And it's just something that I didn't even know existed, you know. And yeah. it, it just makes like people would make her feel unattractive just because she's dark skin and you would think why would anyone do that we are all black at the end of the day but it's just one of those arbitrary colonial situations i guess yes because even compared to like people who are not considered light-skinned in like america Mm. i think we're way darker than them like people are just like you know she's not light i'm like are you sure she would be super light in tanzania yeah and and like, I don't know, maybe because I didn't grow up like that, as you said, that's why I didn't know that it was a huge problem. But I once heard some people talking one day, we were all talking and they were saying that they wouldn't want to have a child with a, with a white person because the child is going to come out really light and that would make them look like they're made. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I've never even thought about that. That I don't want my child to be light skinned, sana, because I'm down and kind of like I'm house girl. I was like, oh my God, this is a thing. Yani, and and you that is an actual it's an actual conversation people would have like educated people with like you know knowledge yeah. about so much would say something like that then you're like what Yani, what is this legacy i don't know what what is this culture that we, are, we, are, we have grown up in that we don't even notice but we we prize people who are much lighter than like who are light-skinned and dark-skinned people are automatically considered unattractive which is so weird any you can get tanzania anyway we that is very clear tell me it's one dark-skinned person you know that is famous in tanzania woman well the standards for men is women okay who is still dark-skinned yeah okay like, yeah they were all dark-skinned at the beginning yeah like someone who <laughs> is dark-skinned like on the on the on the shade range she's definitely on the deeper end of of, of like of, of the range i'm sure there's someone i just can't think of one wait <laughs> i'm thinking bongo movie maybe i need to move okay Oh, Lady Yedi. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but then but she's always been like a league of her own, always. Like her life does not exactly match everybody else's standards. True, true. Even yeah. though one one can argue that that's not really dark. dark. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Well, I I can't think of anyone else right now. Yeah, but you know what? Like it's they are few and far between. Um, most yeah. women who end up being like especially in the entertainment industry, the standards are a bit different in the professional world, you know, luckily, I think, while looks play yeah. a part. It's, it's not everything. But in entertainment, the most popular ones, the ones who get all this attention are always on the lighter scale, on the, on the lighter range. Yani, yeah, my instinct, not, I, was cro- eh? I was saying, and if they're not, they, they really work hard to be. Yeah. And then squeezy with, with um, I think we're becoming a little bit more westernized now, so... There's a lot of, I think, I don't want to say pressure, but when you go out now, like in Dar, the, the, the girls are starting to look the same. It's, it's the long weave. It's the, it's the you know, beat face. It's, yeah. it's similar outfits. Like it, it's, there's this new wave of like Instagram model look that everyone yeah. is sort of this fashion over girl. You know, yes, I was gonna say it looks like you just bought a fashion over like a crop top with like high waist jeans and high heels and yeah. a long ass weave. Okay, I'm, all, I'm I'm just saying all this, but I live in a village, nobody looks like that. But yeah, in that, when I come, 
where I leave yeah. everybody just <laughs> tired. <laughs> so I think the the pressure has become even more. I feel like because of the fact that it's such a we were becoming such a connected society where people take pictures and all that stuff. I think, and yeah. I even feel I'm even starting to feel a little bit of pressure to look Instagram ready at any time. Yeah, Nico, at all times. <laughs> yeah, okay, and that anywhere you start thinking, okay, maybe someone will take a picture of me because any event nowadays, anything is everything. Mm. Everyone has a camera, yeah. and then they they could take a picture of you and post you, and then. People will shame you for how you look. Like people leave like not exactly mean comments. Sometimes they won't say to you, but like social media. But then they will come to mm. you, but I like oh to make one same funny flanny. And then you're like, oh my god, do I they, do they look, think I looked good? Did I did I did I fit in? Like you yeah. need extra pressure flanny to always look good when you when you step out of the house. Which to be fair, was there, but I think it's become a little bit I don't know heightened lately with social media and everything. Okay, yeah. so with that said, um, we have decided, some of us, I mean, to be fair, I feel like this is a thing that when you get to a certain age, some of these things are just not important as much anymore, you know? So I think I we both have decided at some point, like some things that we're not going to be doing going forward, yeah. right? Yes. Okay, so have you decided, like, can you just run through, like, what do you, what do you refuse to do? And what do you refuse to like give into pressure for? I have about? refused. I have refused to wear six inch heels. Or <laughs> so you're most of the time, huh? You are I not will not be wearing Instagram. I will not. Any no, that is not where I'm headed in life. And I had decided a long time ago. So kuna age pale katikati. I would buy heels, and I would have them in my home, and. I would wear them. But then somewhere along the way, I would get really tired. Because I'm not exactly like, you know, posted in the corner type girl. I want to be, you know, I want to be, I want to be part of the mix. I want to be in the action. If I go somewhere, I want to be able to dance. I want to be able to walk around and see people. And I have a very small bladder, so I need to, I need to move around. <laughs> Sasa, okay. with these six inch pumps that I used to buy that I knew, I knew deep inside my brain that I was not going to. I would wear them and then somewhere along the way, I would have to go and actually get the sh- like flat shoes. So I would always have to carry like a pair of sandals or rabba or something and then wear those in the beginning, Pale. <laughs> and then later, I have to change. And I got somewhere and I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I buying a pair of shoes that I'm not going to wear or enjoy wearing? They're pinching my feet. My feet hurt. I don't like this. I'm walking as if I'm climbing a mountain. What am I doing? I, maybe because I was heavier, I don't know why, but it's, heels have not been like has applied quango. So from then on, I was like, if if, like, if if I can't wear a pair of shoes comfortably throughout the night, I'm not wearing it. Mm. So yeah, I have I sworn hear. off heels. You know what? The funny thing is, I think I started wearing heels three years ago. Actually, two years ago. Don't even talk about heels. Like not to say come and I had heels, but I never wore them, and they were all like really short. I learned how to walk in heels when I went to study, honestly. And I don't even yeah. know what happened. I just one day decided to buy a pair of heels and I was like, I'm going to learn how to walk in these things. And then I just started walking in them. But I completely agree with you. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying 16 heels even now, but I definitely need to be able to walk and be happy and like be active in, in the shoes I yeah. wear. Like, I'm, I, there's no pressure for me. I refuse to buy shoes for any, for, because they look cute. I buy shoes because they they make me feel comfortable and I can walk in them all day. I had this one pair of shoes that I bought that made that were the cute heels, the ones that 
where I, I, when I was coming back to work, I, 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 I bought like a pair of like power, power move heels, you know, like mm. they're, they're high. Yeah. It's really thin stiletto. Nini. Okay. Mm. Let me just be honest. Now, any, and, and to be fair, <laughs> I don't wear them anymore because I don't find the, there's nothing that calls me to wear them. Because every single time I want to wear them, yeah. I'm like, eh, it's going to be another day of pain. So now I wear really yeah. comfortable block, block heels and, they make me feel taller, which for some of us were quite short, is, is great. And then they are comfortable. So yes, I completely understand why you have sworn of the 16-inch heel thing. Yani, I think when we were younger, sort of a competition in a way. Do you, do you remember? Like, I feel like yeah. we got to a certain point where we are all kind of competing on the highest, how, how, he, how high the heel <laughs> could be. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I do you remember those shoes. Like it would yes. be the hill, but also Kumbele, there would be like a block. <laughs> so yes. you would be at least seven inches higher than you are. I don't know why. Why did we give why, why, why were we doing that to ourselves? Because I remember why were we buying these heels? We didn't even have cars. So and because I put like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. We didn't even have my car. Yeah, man, experience is, is a great teacher. So we used to walk. Imagine this is why we got to the Tembianama na nama these big bags that are basically yeah. half our closet. <laughs> yes, because you, you need an extra pair just in case. And that, yeah, no, no time for this. If, I, if I'm not sticking with that shoe the whole night, there's no point of me wearing it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. But you know what? My, my thing is I do not, I'm not going to apply makeup. Like, it is what it is. It's, yeah. I like touching my face and I am so scared <laughs> of poking out my eye. And I don't even wear, I don't even wear, like, I don't, I don't wear eyeliner. I don't wear, especially once. I don't really see how people want to apply one. In every single time they at the pencil close to my eye, I feel like I'm about to go blind. Yani, the, wait, the pencil that goes like under, katka, under the eye. Mm. But I think, thank God that has disappeared. But there was a time we were like, okay, okay, when you make a place like him, they still do that. Until <laughs> you look up, <laughs> and then the lady comes with a pencil really close to your eyeball. Yo, I, you know, I, and the funny thing is, I actually am fascinated by makeup. Like, I, yeah. I watch a lot of makeup tutorials online and I, yeah. watch, I, I follow a lot of beauty like bloggers and, and vloggers. So I, when I watch them put on makeup, to me, it's like an art form. I'm like, whoa, these people look good. I can mimic a gold. I don't want to put that stuff on my face because it's just it's putting it on. is It takes a while. That's one. Then two, it's maintaining it throughout the night or whatever. And then touching your face. The touching your face thing is very important to me. Yani, I can't, that's the reason why I, I just, I have accepted I'm not going to apply makeup. Yeah, I'm okay with lipstick, mascara, and an, an occasional cat eye. Like, I don't, I don't think I have, like, um, I don't think I have the hand for a foundation. <laughs> and you blush and, you know, contouring my face. I just, I don't think that will ever be me. I'm not, you know, you never know. Maybe 10 years from now, I'll be walking around looking like um, Jeffree Star. But as of like right now, as we're speaking, no, I'm okay with like lipstick and like mascara. Then I'm out of the house. So what else do you refuse to do? I refuse to not eat just so I can be too thin. Mm-hmm. Now I know we say we're going to talk about, um, you know, this some other time, but I had already put it in. I think that you don't have to starve yourself. And when I'm talking mm-hmm. starve yourself, I don't mean you miss you missed breakfast because you were very busy. No, I am talking, you're eating a cucumber a day so you can look like, I don't know, Angelina Jolie. I refuse to do that at this age. 
mm. I was never able to do it anyway. And at this point in my life, I'm like, because I've seen Kwambai, people can lose weight even without. I think we think that the problem is food. The, pr- the problem has never been food. The problem is mm. the type of food that you're eating, how you're eating it, quantities that you're eating it in, how active you are, et cetera, et cetera. So for me yeah. personally, having understood this, I refuse to not eat just so I can have a certain body. Yeah, I, you know, totally, totally agree. And I think this is one of those things where it's complicated in the, the relationship that we have with our bodies is like, it's, and especially as women, I, this is going to be a whole different topic. Like any, especially <laughs> as women, like we feel, I feel sometimes that the, our bodies don't even belong to us. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you can be happy with your body as is. Like if the rest of the world, meaning society and the people around you are not happy with it, they, they feel they have the right to criticize it and, and to mm. make you change it the way they feel fit because they, they shame you for being whatever you are or they, um, they touch you unnecessarily anyway. <laughs> uh, we, we women have to, I think we all, all women kind of get to a point where they have to have a healthy relationship with their body and they actually have to understand that they own it over society. So when you're growing up, honestly, I feel like your body is not yours. Any, you start owning it like that in adulthood or something, which is what happened to me. And I think maybe even to you, um, because for yeah. me, it was always, I, I was one of those people who would do this, you know, fat diets of not eating, quitting to eat before six or, I mean, after six or like, I'm only eating boiled cabbage. Can you believe there was a time I was on a diet for boiled cabbage? It, boiled cabbage tastes exactly the way you think boiled cabbage tastes. It's really <laughs> trash. Well, there, was, yeah. there was boiling cabbage and adding salt so that I can lose weight. Uh-uh. Yo, it was, it was bad. Yeah. So, totally agree with you. When you're, this not, I think my our relationship, my relationship with food has completely changed. Nowadays, I eat food that I like. Like if I find it interesting and I think it's tasty, I will eat it. If I don't find it interesting and not tasty, I will not eat it because ah, must do. I just changed my relationship with food, so I agree with you. I also refuse to do these like to to limit my food intake so that I can remain thin. And and then I think any Tanzanians, there's this thing we have where a greeting is. <laughs> do you, I don't know if you ever face this, but you meet a person, it's always the first thing they say is, "Yeah, man, you or "Hey, umongezeka," and it's like, okay, a girl, <laughs> we just met. That should not be, be be your greeting. Like if I meet you someday and I feel like you look shabby, am I, do I have a right to say, "Why do you look so trashy"? <laughs> we feel like body size is okay to comment and a person and, and, and this is what kills me mm. christian older men <laughs> i have a subcategory of people but they really love to comment on christian older men what is happening they're big and they mm. have quite money and then they're telling you that and you're looking at them like excuse me because i am i you know i am smaller than you and i am younger than you Maybe you yeah. should work instead of like <laughs> telling me what I should be doing with my body. I have a few years of where I can like still eat ice cream before I can worry about heart attacks. You on the other side. <laughs> I, let's, I'm, let's, I'm calling everyone, you know, I'm calling everyone. Let us stop this habit. Every person, whether they're very thin and they're all, they're very fat. They know it's not common. They don't, they know they have to dress themselves every single day. They see themselves in the mirror. They know that they're big. They know that they're small. You don't have to tell them. That doesn't do anything. I know you think you're helping, yeah. but that doesn't. 
So kwanzia leo, let's make a commitment. Eh? When you meet a person, say hi to them. If you have something else to talk about, talk about it. But just leave their bodies alone. For me, I think my, the thing that I refuse to do, and I think people will see this, will know, people who know me in real life who will know about this, is hair extensions. Yeah, and we, we, yeah. I, I, cutting my hair has been one of the best decisions I've ever done in my life. And I, have no, I do not see myself growing longer hair after this for the rest of my life honestly and it's because i used to aspire to have long hair and my sister for example she has she's she grows hair really fast and she has like 4b ish hair hair yeah so it's like it's 4b so it's like kinky but it's got like a curl to it maybe i have if not 4d it is 4z i know what you mean you know what i mean so I used to struggle with that, with my hair and I, I, I relaxed it a lot and then I hated relaxing my hair. Then it became natural. But then I started feeling pressure. Why isn't my hair not growing? Because, and I bought, I spent so much money on, on, on hair products trying to make my hair grow, forcing it to be long. And then I think I got to a point, I was like, girl, don't force this. Just cut it. Your hair is not meant to, you're not meant to have this long flowing hair. It's just not going to happen, you know? And I don't want, yes. and I, I, I tried you know, having weaves and I, I hated having weaves and then I don't like wigs and I don't like, okay, I don't, I didn't mind braids. Like any, I don't like the maintenance of braids. Like once I put them in, in one, in one week, I like them, but in like two weeks or three weeks, I start getting annoyed. They start falling off and I start not looking yeah. as cute. So I was like, you know, I don't need this. I cut my hair. I have not looked back. Short hair gang forever, but people have opinions. Trust me, because yeah, it really triggers people. <laughs> it really does, right? Like when you walk into <laughs> yes. a room and you have short hair, people, oh. you, I don't know. And it's like some some people are like, oh, it's cool. But I have gotten all kinds of comments from each, like from opposite, from all ends. Some guys compliment me, and they compliment me in a way that I don't, I don't know if it's a good thing. Some of them yeah. will be like, yeah, I'm going to paint my own. I'm going to natural. 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 You may paint them like, mm. oh, if, I, don't, I don't know what you think this. I don't know what statement you think I'm trying to make with my hair. I just don't like long hair. It is what it is. This whole natural thing. Yeah, this is you projecting on my hair. But my hair is not, nothing, has nothing to do with that like image you have of me. And then on the other hand, you have people who say, why are you going to and it's like they look at my hair and they just, they just start being concerned. They don't get like, it. Yeah, like are you, are you sure? Are you? Is this what you're doing? Um, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Um, I'm just, uh, yeah, man. It's just my hair. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I just decided to have short hair. I'm not. I wasn't trying to make a statement. I wasn't trying to like. It's not a feminist statement. It's not a sexuality yeah. statement. Surprisingly, no. because you know, some people might look. Some people look at my hair when I was in when I was in the US. People look at my hair and automatically assume that I'm I'm gay <laughs> because like, <laughs> really? because apparently yeah because like you know there's I think a stereotype that like lesbians have short hair so like wow, people okay. think I'm a lesbian because I have short hair and it's like so many reactions just because of the fact that i have short hair are you coming out now <laughs> oh it's funny <laughs> i'm afraid i'm like no it's not even about that i just don't like having long hair you know yeah i cut my hair this year too and my reasoning was that last year no the year before that maybe i had natural hair and it was really hard to maintain especially where i am it was frustrating me so i decided to try and relax it i hated the relaxed hair 
So I cut it. Now, it took me a long time to cut it because I felt like there was going to be a lot of comments. To the mm. point that when I went to cut it, I didn't even tell anyone. I just cut it. <laughs> no one. I told no one. After I cut it, then I was like, I cut my hair. There it is. Here it is. Look at it. Let's, you know. Yeah, but so many people would have comments. Like some one person actually told me to my face, Kwamba, he doesn't like it when women have short hair. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, we are sorry. I don't know how to We are how sorry. <laughs> we apologize <laughs> for our decision making. God damn. But then, yeah, so it is what it is. I, on the other side, I love hair. So I will be participating in all of the trends that are to follow. <laughs> and that's all, your choice. And that is my choice. And I hate it when, I don't know if I've made this rant before, but I hate it when people are like, black women, don't put on weaves because you're trying to look like white women or Asian. We're not, okay? We're not. We like the feeling of long fake hair, okay? It's not, nobody's gonna look like nobody. And then the other thing was, um, it's so expensive, you're wasting your money. I'm like, well, pick a, pick a struggle. Is it expensive or is it we're trying to look like white women? Like, choose a thing. Because I could mm. buy a cheap, and I could buy an expensive weave that doesn't look like it's Asian. Mm. And also, why do you care? Like, just let people be. Let them do what they want to do. This is what mm. we're saying. Like, Gola chose to cut her hair, and that's okay because it's her hair. And somebody else will choose to put 10 different women's hair, you know, in their head. And that's their choice as well. And especially like men really feel like they have to comment. It's like, we're not really doing it so you can understand, but okay. Yeah, we, anyway. we, can, we can call out yeah. men and their and what they do. And it's, exactly. it's not, it doesn't make sense to us. But I think we do not do that as much. I don't know why they do. They have to exp- they, exp- they have to have opinions about our beauty when we have a lot of opinions of theirs, but we don't share with them all the time. You don't do that, so I don't know why. I don't know why they feel no. they need to come to you. Like, I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I'm like, no, like that's your business. <laughs> I don't care personally. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will not be doing <laughs> the whole eyebrow thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tried. I I just I could never do it. I have tried to like you know on the side a little bit, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep doing that. I don't know. But the thing is, Zile really thin eyebrows mm-hmm. that like you cut half of the eyebrow in or you know in length and width, and then you mm-hmm. have to paint it every morning. How will you take the whole thing out and then you have to paint it every morning? Now, some people are really good at this. They can do it really fast. Like, in five minutes, they could have their eyebrows on, but that person's not me. So I shall not be partaking in the eyebrow gang, in the eyebrow games that you, you know, eyebrows on fleek, etc. I will not be that person, unfortunately. <laughs> We're just going to have to bear with these eyebrows the way they are <laughs> until further notice. You know what? I hear you. Um, but for me, I, I I don't know. I started waxing, okay, not waxing, um, threading my eyebrows, like, maybe yeah. three, four years ago. 
had this Indian friend of mine and she was so shocked that I don't do it. She was like, <laughs> I like one day she was like, yeah, so I'm going to get my eyebrows um, threaded. And I was like, you, you thread your eyebrows? And she was like, you don't? And she was so shocked. So she took me to yeah. a salon and, I, and then they, they threaded my eyebrows. Now the pain is not where, I mean, the pain is there. If you guys are wondering if you have never threaded your eyebrows, there is some pain there. But the effects were pretty nice for me. So I felt like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. Like in this whole thin eyebrow thing is what I don't understand. Because what I do when I thread mine is just like shape it, I think. Um, but yeah. I want to keep, keep it sort of thick because I don't want to not have eyebrows. But then there are some people who have thin eyebrows and then they have to... Microfano, I don't know how to draw eyebrows. I've, I, I tried once. I tried once. And let me give you... It's a funny story. Let me tell you. So, <laughs> so there was this time I was in Vegas. Um, and okay. Oh, my okay. friend... <laughs> Started every yes. story. Yes, uh-huh. the one, the one time I went to Las Vegas <laughs> of the US of A, the one um, we wanted to go out to a club, right? And unfortunately, unfortunately, the clubs in Vegas, especially in the Strip, are like the fancy they, like clubs. You know, they they have yeah. a dress code. You know, like think of it as Maison multiplied by a hundred. Like that's <laughs> fancy. Like yeah. it's like could a dress code? You're not allowed to. They, the women have to wear heels. They have to wear what? dresses. Imagine that's included in the club. You have to wear heels. You have to wear dresses. You have to. So maybe the Kasmaji, okay. Any, any, I don't know why I thought this was gonna work. I was like, today is the day I will have a crash course of like being girly. This is coming from <laughs> someone who, first of all, at that time, this is one of the fir- the, the first times I actually bought heels. You know, like let me tell you, maybe maybe this me saying, oh, but I I learned how to wear heels two years ago. Actually, started yeah. from this story because that, I was yeah. like, okay, squeeze you on your heels. Lipstick, eyebrow pencil, eyebrow pencil, and I bought yeah. a dress. Can you imagine just this, all of this, so that I can go to the club, <laughs> right? So I, yeah. I, I buy the dress, I buy the heels, I buy the eyebrow thing. I don't know how to use it. So there I am okay. drawing eyebrows, right? I'm, draw, I'm trying to draw these eyebrows in, my eyebrows or whatever. Then I wear this outfit and I think I look good. And then, nafika club, my friend. Because I, I was not let in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Long story short, I was not let in. It was Why? because of the outfit. Well, one, the outfit. And then second, um, for other reasons that I'm not going to get into very, very okay. um, in detail in this, in this podcast. But I want to listen to this story outside of the podcast. Yes, I, I was not let in. And then I had to go back to the Airbnb. On my way back to the Airbnb, I, I don't, this, this, night was, this night was just a crazy night. I finally take a look at my face because I feel like I had not <laughs> looked at it properly. And I see the way I draw those eyebrows. And my Lord, my God, yo. Yani, zile memes, these like like that there are these memes on Instagram of these African ladies oh, Chora, it's like this black like eyebrows <laughs> that was me that day okay not the greatest since then I was like girl you yeah. something you're never gonna learn how to draw eyebrows it was a bad it's idea fun. for you to try to learn it in two hours it did not work go home and that my friend is proof that I will never know how to draw these eyebrows in and that's why I just thread them on a good day, sometimes I forget to thread them for like four months or five and they go <laughs> everywhere. But I'm like, these are the ones I have on my face. It is what it is. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, ones, the other thing that I think I'm totally, you know, letting go of is having a lot of clothes. Mimi, people say this to me all the time. It's like, yeah, man, even I'm going to go. I'm going to go. 
and in my brain i'm like very true i have heard it so from multiple people like well some of them are friends so they don't mean it in a bad way some of them are just random people (laughs) that i've met and they just felt they need to say they we always see you wearing the same outfit it's because i like it and it's a nice quality outfit that i paid a lot of money for so why should i not wear it multiple times i mean it I, this idea of like for an event, like you have an event and you have to have an, like a brand new outfit for it. Yeah. I don't understand it. And I think we talked about it even in the last episode. We don't, yeah. I, it's not a thing I do anymore. My closet is very small uh, and tight and it's pieces I really like and I wear them all the time. And if I like them, there's a reason why I bought them in the first place. I am going to wear them. So I will not fall into this pressure of treating my, my life like a, like a magazine. Like I have to have an outfit every single time. And it has to be new. It has to be precious. It has to be what? Yeah. I, I don't do that. You might consider me a sort of a minimalist, I think. Like I don't believe in having too much stuff. So I, I even, when I, even when I do buy new clothes, I just get rid of the ones I, I have. The ones that are no longer serving me. So I, I throw those out and I, I replace them with new, new items. I don't just want to have a closet full of stuff. And then I don't have time to wear most of them, you know? Or you don't like them. Like, you don't ever want to wear them because you don't like them, but you have a lot of them. Yeah, that, that, that I don't want that to be my life. So I don't have a lot of clothes and I have no plans of spending too much money on clothes or buying way more clothes. I just feel like the ones I have are enough. Yeah. Also, I mean, we're not in fashion. Like, there is no cl- like a clothes in my contract that tells me that I have to look a certain way because maybe I'm selling clothes or something. I am just a lowly administrator. Like, why do I need to look a certain way when I'm going out? It's fine. Mm-hmm. I understand. Either you love it. Cool. Do you? Or maybe that's your job. Like, this is what you, you deal with, like, fashion. I understand that you might not be, you know, want to wear the same. Like, for the rest of us, uh, it's fine if you don't want to. Right. Yeah, you anyway. have anything else? Oh, sorry. Um, no, I feel like we've been here forever. We really have. Okay. <laughs> we really have been here forever. Um. So maybe just to conclude on something like yeah. just like a, a quick two minute um, statement. Yeah. So oh, these are the things that we do not want to do. But what do you think is stuff that we actually feel like there's value in doing them and they make us happy? And maybe uh, why do you do them? Um, basic hygiene, because you feel good. Um, <laughs> bathing is not just for other people. It's also for you. Yes, it's mostly this is the PSA. Yes, <laughs> this is it's mostly for you. You do feel great after a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, brushing your teeth is so that you can, you know, preserve the quality of your teeth. So, like for me, basic hygiene, I should always have that. I don't want to walk around smelling bad because it's gonna bother me as well. I will be doing sunscreen because I am unfortunate enough to be of that skin, whatever, where I don't have too much melanin, but I don't have like too few. The area I'm just a palekatkati, so I get sunburned very easily, and um, so yeah, I will be doing sunscreen possibly for the rest of my life. I've been doing it for like four years, I think, and mm-hmm. I enjoy like being able to go out in the sun and then coming back and not you know looking like a like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also do braids. I think after I cut my hair, now that I have short hair, I've just realized short hair is not for me. Mm-hmm. So I going back to the land of braids and all other things until I am hopefully the plan is until when I'm old-ish when my kids are like in chores new or married or something somewhere in my 60s then I can I can you know I can do locks like my mom did and just wait until I die um, <laughs> I will always do lipstick because I like lips uh, preferably on the dark side 
I'm not really mm. a fan of like the, the pink, unajili, the pink like Barbie's pink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I don't know what is happening to me. Am I becoming a darker person? Say, let me what is, I used to love pink as a color, but now I just saw a car that was pink and a few years ago I would have been like, whoa! Now I'm like, that is, mm, that is not a good idea. Mm. Yeah, so those three things for me. Okay. Uh, I totally agree with you on the sunscreen. I started wearing sunscreen because I got sunburned for the first time in my life when I went to a different beach outside of Tanzania. Yeah. I had never gotten sunscreen. I never gotten sunburn before in my life. And I, I didn't even know what it was. Like, my skin was peeling. <laughs> and then I, I was, oh. like, walking around. And I was like, maybe it's just a skin condition. And someone was like, that's sunburn. And I was like, oh, is yeah. it? Because I've never been sunburned before. But even before that, I used to, I started, um, I started wearing sunscreen because of, like, I just started watching a lot of skincare videos on YouTube. And they recommended wearing sunscreen. And it, it really has been a life changer. You know, yeah. especially for my face, it's really good. Like it, it's made my skin way more stable. I don't get breakups, breakouts as much. And even discoloration, it helps like, you know, we all have like, especially um, dark skin people with melanin, we get hyperpigmentation. Sometimes just like dark spots on your face for reasons. So sunscreen yeah. has really helped me with that. I don't get that as much. And I use sunscreen and vitamin C serum. I will, I will sing its praises from the rooftops. It's been so amazing. It doesn't really lighten your skin. It just clears a lot of hyperpigmentation. So I have um, hyperpigmentation in some sections of my face. And then I started using vitamin C. Um, and it's been great. Now in Tanzania, vitamin C is not cheap. It's like 60000 <laughs> yeah. a bottle. Not cheap. Yeah. But in the US, it was cheap. It was like $5. So I, I bought like a bunch. And then I came back with them. And now I'm out. And I have to, I'm really reassessing how much I love vitamin C serum. Because <laughs> I'm like, do I want to spend 8000 on this serum? Because I don't know. Like, it just doesn't seem to be worth it. But, you know, I'll figure it out sometime this month. Um, and then yeah. I, I also um, exercise. I think I used to hate exercising. I used to, um, re- like, connect exercise with hating my body. Because I used to, yeah. like the only reason why I would exercise was to lose weight. But then mm. I started exercising like two years ago when I went to the US and it was mainly for my sanity. I mean, I was sad and, you know, I've said this, I was not exactly happy at some point. So I was actually yeah. going to the gym because it was free. And then I went to classes like Zumba and stuff. And I was like, this is fun. Like I, the feeling I feel after this exercise is fun, is, is good. And I wasn't forcing myself to, to work out in the way that I... I thought people expected. Like, I don't do squats, you know? Yeah. Like, because everybody's like a thing. Like, you have to do squats. I don't, like, I don't like doing squats. So I don't do them. So I, I find exercises that make me happy. So right now, it's mainly like running and walking. I listen to podcasts when I walk. So yeah. I do that because I, it makes me happy. And the side product of that is it keeps me in shape, which is great. Um, and then I like manicures and pedicures now. For some reason, I don't know why. It's a thing I, I feel like it's necessary to invest in. Maybe, okay, this is going to sound sad. Maybe it's because some of us who are single, it is a chance to get pampered with someone. Not <laughs> really. I mean, I, I like manicures and pedicures. I always try to get them even here in the deep, deep west. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know. I like the idea of like, even when I'm typing and I'm looking at my nails and they look good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, same. I think I'm... I'm I'm spending a lot more money on manicures and pedicures lately. And I think it's just because I like the feeling. I like the way it looks. I think having nice nails is a nice thing to have. It's it's not necessary. And I I don't think anyone should be shamed for not having manicured nails or anything like that. We have lived a very long time on this earth without manicures. So we don't need manicures. (laughs) But 
it looks good. And if you can afford it, why not do it? Um, okay, so let's wrap up the episode. This is gonna be a long one. Um, yeah. so do you have it by the way? Do you want like a final, you know, by the um, way to yeah. our listeners? I have a by the way. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna change it now, then I'll talk about this next time. So my by the way, which is a mini rant, is mm. exercise is not just for weight loss. I know you've talked about this right now, mm-hmm. but I exercise regularly and I feel like sometimes people keep tabs <laughs> on my exercising and then, you know, like people would be like, oh, we don't see weight loss and blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I always say like exercising is not for weight loss. If you want to lose weight, realistically, you should watch mm. food. Yeah, like it's mostly food that mm. it is. Like, if you're expecting to exercise and eat the same and then lose weight, you probably won't. Exercise mm. is so that you can feel good when mm. they don't. They're released in your body. You feel great. You're more active the whole day. And it's also good for your health. So mm. I would say, by the way, everyone, exercise for yourself. Yeah. Not weight loss, not for anything. Just so that you can, you're more active. You feel better. You breathe more when you're exercising. And it's not, any forget the component. You should exercise for the rest of your life. Atacama, you will weigh the same as you do now or even more, but you should exercise. And you should never go into an exercise with the frame of mind, Kwamba, I want to lose weight. It should be Kwamba, I want to feel better. I want to, I want to be able to like, to like, even when, when you start exercising, or there's a time you could take stairs and you can't breathe. Yeah. Are we walking fast and you can't breathe? But when you start exercising, you feel different. You have more, like, energy. You're not breathing high, high. So, yeah, mm. everyone should exercise, by the way. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, for me, I think, do and exercise in a way that makes you, that works for you. Like, if you like yeah. swimming and that's the thing, maybe you should, you should yeah. swim. I like, I've come to realize that I like taking walks. It helps me think. And it's the time I listen to podcasts. I don't listen to them as I work. Especially mm. now that I'm working from home. Uh, I used to listen to podcasts on my commute to work, but I don't commute anymore. So now I'm like, okay, let me take like 30 minutes, just take a walk in my neighborhood or a run if I'm feeling energetic and then listen to my, listen to podcasts and then I come home. So it's, it's good for your mental state. Honestly, I, for, I think I, the benefits for ex- of exercise to me, not just body wise, but it's also good for your mental health, I think. Yeah. Um, so my, by the way, is vulnerability is hard. It's a hard. And I say vulnerability, I mean, Put yourself in a position where you could be hurt um op- being open to new opportunities and open to new experiences everyone tells you the good things that you know what you're gonna be like just be open share yourself be authentic they don't tell you that this is not easy you when you start this journey i promise you i'm gonna be open i want to be authentic i want to share myself i want to try i want to strive you should be told sometimes you're gonna fail it's not it's not a fun journey to be on you know when you put yeah. yourself out there, when you claim something, when you say, I want this thing and I want to try and to get it, it means you've left yourself open to being disappointed and you yeah. just need to be okay with that reality. It's not always going to go the way you think it's going to go and be okay with it. And it's hard, but it's, there's, there's benefit to doing it because the alternative is for you to close yourself off and not try anything and not want to be hurt because I've done that. And trust and believe it sounds great and it, you think you're safe. But all you yeah. are is just anxiously protecting yourself. Mm. You are not really yeah. happy. You know what I mean? It's when you are mm. when you're out there and you're putting yourself out there. You're 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 you're, you're ready to look like a fool. You're ready to to fail. You're ready to fall. That's when you are actually living. But then, unfortunately, 
it also comes with its disappointments. So you just have to be ready for both because such is life, you know? So yes, that's my, that's my, by the way, just let's continue being vulnerable. Let's continue being, you know, authentic and living our best lives and trying things. But you should also know that it comes with a price and don't be too hard on yourself when things don't work out the way you expected them to work out. So yeah. that is it from me. Any final words, Roxy? Um, drink water this week. <laughs> Surprise <laughs> your body. Okay. All right. Well, this has been, by the way, with Roxy and Golder. Um, please do follow us on Twitter at the, the BTW Podcast. Uh, but Twitter, Twitter has been pretty active lately. So um, thank, thanks to those guys who actually follow who follow us already. And we are. you can email us at btwpodcast.outlook.com. Uh, all the details will be in the bio and yeah, just keep talking to us. Keep letting us know what you think of our thoughts and, and rants and feelings. And yeah. um, let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover. Thanks Roxy. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.